0: and welcome to gyno appointment overdue with sports examination by women i'm sydney and i'm lucy welcome back to our sports program welcome back guys it's been a minute it's been a while we've missed you all
1: um i think we missed ourselves more than anything
0: yeah we also don't talk when we're not recording so it's been a long time lucy i missed you are you
1: okay how have you been it's been like six months Ah. (laughs) (laughs) or yeah sorry it's just Let's just talk because, candidly, I mean, we just we just really haven't been here. I mean, we let down a lot of people.
0: We really did. I mean, in our defense, Lucy did have a move, um, so we're not living together anymore. But in not our defense, um. That was a while ago, and we still haven't recorded, so. Yeah, not in our defense. That was three months ago,
1: and there's the whole period before that where we didn't record also.
0: Well, you know how you have a lead up to a move, you move, and then you have to come down from the move?
1: Yes, it's it, very. it's been very
0: that. Yeah, it's been very, this is, we're actually, we're finally out of, the, uh, out of the come down stage.
1: I moved to LA to chase my dreams, but I ended up in Pasadena,
0: <laughs> where all good <laughs> dreams go to
1: die. <laughs> it's a cute little town. I feel like I should settle down and start having babies.
0: Just with any offers? any <laughs> take babies? Takers? Takers?
1: Nah, nah. No, but it's all good. We're happy to be back and we are committed to this being our life now. This is, mm-hmm. this is kind of all we do.
0: This is, our, this is the, my entire, all of my passion and all of my dreams are going into this right now.
1: Absolutely. So hopefully you all will bear with us and we will try to be more consistent here.
0: Um, what has been going on in the sports world, Sydney? Man, I, you know, when you're not living with me, I pretty much, I don't know. Here's what I've heard so Yeah, you're far. fucking lost, I bet. Dude, I'm so fucking lost. Although we did watch some football today, and I said something, I referred to a play correctly. And okay. then I I made a comment that Lucy was like, I can't believe you realized that, right? I said, that's not smart for them to pass to the center. They need to go out of bounds or else Yeah, the clock that was crazy. Stop.
1: That was crazy. That was crazy. Time was winding down, and uh, I don't even remember who it was. It was, um, it was the Jets. The Jets yeah, made, yeah, yeah. The Jets came back against Cleveland today. And Sydney was like, why are they throwing up the middle? They need to throw up the sidelines so we can get out of bounds to stop the clock. And I was like, what the fuck?
0: I, it, <laughs> as it came out of my mouth, I remember thinking, how do I know this? I felt like something was speaking through me. Yeah. It was probably. It's probably Lucy. Probably all
1: the knowledge I've imparted. Yeah. I'd like to think I've learned something. Yeah. I think you've picked up. In two years too.
0: living together, I'd like to think I picked something up.
1: Um, but I'm just happy football is back. Like from my mm-hmm. perspective, like I have just been like going through a depressive episode. Oh, <laughs> TMI, mm-hmm. TMI, <laughs> expose myself. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with me? And then I just realized there's no fucking sports on.
0: Dude, yeah, yeah. I've been, I have been, I think I've been going through an anxious episode and I'm pretty sure it's because of lack of football in my life.
1: Yeah, I, that does it to a lot of people. I mean, I know and I don't want to hear and I don't want to hear that the, bi- the baseball's been on. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not watching any baseball. Come on, come
0: yeah, on now. That doesn't help with my
1: anxiety at all. Baseball gives me depression. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. America's Pastime, my ass. Amer- America. <laughs> America's Pastime. America's past time. Colin, nope. my ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were talking over each other during that. I know. That was really good. Too so bad you guys won't hear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So I'm not watching any baseball. The WNBA has been good, so let me be clear that I have been watching women's basketball. But it's not the same as obviously college sports and then College. Basically, I'm saying college basketball, football, college football, professional football, mm-hmm. and of course the NBA is going to be starting up again. So I'm very excited.
0: We're all pretty stoked. There've been some big changes in the team lineup. Which pretty much. Which I,
1: team? Which lineup?
0: <laughs> I all I know is all I know is um, fat ally James Harden is uh, is uh, off the has moved again. Oh yeah, he's been off the Nets. He's been off the Nets. Oh, was that last year that he moved?
1: Yeah, he got traded. <gasps> During the season to Philadelphia. Oh,
0: during the season. Yeah. Weird. It wasn't going well. Weird. It wasn't. It was not going well. But for real, did the fat suit make a reappearance or is he, is that dropped off?
1: No, he's staying skinny. For now. For now. We'll see. Until he gets mad again.
0: (laughs) And then he's bringing it back out. I love that. James Harden (laughs) pissed off the fat suit in his closet. (laughs) Opening his locker, you see the fat suit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh that's a reference you gotta be a long time listener to catch that one
0: Um, yeah only 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 the original listeners will understand
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's what's going on in the world of sports i had a i had a sports i had a severe sports disappointment that i need to get off my chest uh in the past couple weeks
0: shit all right
1: yeah so do you know who my favorite basketball player in the whole world is i'm assuming it's king james yeah so lebron james is my favorite basketball player okay like pretty much all things lebron james just like get me "Mm, this is gonna sound sexual but it's not tingling
0: (laughs) um first off yes it is (laughs) i've heard this elaborated on and it's definitely sexual (laughs) and second off (laughs) it's it's wild you try to pitch it any other way and then um second off all I ever hear Lucy say is how mad she is at LeBron at any given time and how she's over him and how he's done and how she hates him now. <laughs> and then it'll be back. And then we're back on the King James train. And then it's all about how LeBron just surprised her, amazed her, made her tingle. And I'm just like, God, this is not- <laughs> this is why we don't talk when that's out of recordings.
1: <laughs> Listen, sometimes LeBron does piss me off. I feel like lately... I've been seeing some cracks in the LeBron armor just because I realized that his ego is couldn't fit in this room, couldn't fit in this apartment building. Does, there's not even really space for it on this planet. Like his ego is mm. just so big and he kind of deserves to, to carry himself that way, but it can be really annoying.
0: I feel like you should only really have an ego that's only, I feel like maximum a third of the size of your accomplishments. I feel like if you have like over half your ego is half as big as your accomplishments it's too big you know what i mean
1: i thought you were gonna say your ego should be only a third of the size of your living accommodations <laughs> yeah that would actually make more sense i was encroaching on the halfway point when me and sydney were living together and that caused a lot of tension my ego was
0: yeah Lucy, it was Lucy, like banging on the door Lucy's of room. ego was like sitting pretty at 49 <laughs> It was like back the fuck up <laughs> Yeah, I think that's right. I think your ego should be... Now, it might actually be only a third of his living arrangement, so I didn't want to say that because I don't know how big his mansions are, but... Yeah, he probably has really big houses. He's probably got some really big houses. And there, Lucia, is tingly. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> just got tingly again. Anyway, they are.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely... I absolutely adore him, but just, like, you you know how with your best friends, like, you feel comfortable saying what's wrong with them? You've- <laughs> you
0: definitely do, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I feel comfortable saying that, so... Um, LeBron James was okay, okay, okay. Here is I have to give some backstory. There is an event in Seattle, and this people who don't watch basketball probably aren't gonna know of this phenomenon. But in the summer, there's these things called pro ams, and it's basically for professional players or local players. It could be like sometimes they'll have high schoolers, can come play in this
0: league. Based on context clues, would it be fair to say pro am stands for pro amateur? Yes. Okay. So it's pros and amateurs potentially playing together in like a casual league setting. Yes.
1: So this pro-am league that was run in Seattle, and they run them in a lot of different places. A lot of different, like in Los Angeles, there's one called the Drew League, which is extremely popular. And you'll have a lot of you know great LA basketball players out there. And there's this one that was run in Seattle. And it's been this way for a long time now, like years and years and years. It started out at a really tiny little community center. And then it eventually grew To be so popular that they started having it at a very small university, Seattle Pacific University.
0: And it is put
1: on by local legend, beloved, beloved Seattle sports icon, Jamal Crawford, who played at Rainier Beach High School, local high school, and then went on to play many, many seasons in the NBA. And was the sixth man of the year, three time NBA sixth man of the year award winner in 2010, 2014, and 2016.
0: A lot of numbers, people, but NBA I think you teammate
1: of the year in 2018. What a nice guy. Teammate of the
0: year. Whoa. And that's not just like how they used to give you that as like a consolation prize in like rec soccer leagues. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> not like a, you were a really good teammate. Meaning, and like. Jamal came to every practice with a big smile on his face. So <laughs> Jamal handed orange
1: slices out to all the players who played. so jamal let's hear all here for jamal um no it's not it's not that it's more like he's probably just a really great guy and i we all know he's a really great guy and
0: like he does a ton of charity work i i my only familiarity really with the pro-ams is just that you and i uh it sounded familiar and i realized you and i did this years ago you and i went to a game randomly in the pro-ams and cam pro-am and then was i think it was at the university and then it was who was it bam bam cam came right.
1: Yeah. So a lot of like local people that are a big deal will show up. So at that time, Cam Chancellor was playing for the Seahawks and was the absolute man. And so he was like there. I mean, it was just exciting because he was there. And I remember at that game, Kobe showed up too. Kobe, huh? Yeah.
0: Rest in peace. Kobe Kobe Bryant showed up. Didn't play. Just. Yeah. He, that was weird. Showed We're, up, raised yeah. his hand, walked away. It was a real celebrity sighting for everybody.
1: Yes, exactly. So this is an event where you could see a lot of really interesting people. And, and with Kobe, when he showed up, when you and I went, and that was probably back in 2015, 2014, mm-hmm that was back when if somebody was going to be there a big name like that it was kind of just a whisper so you might hear you might hear from somebody who is plugged into the basketball world maybe a coach
0: or you know somebody that you know in that world if I remember we didn't even know until we were there and someone no was like, I'd heard oh, I'd You heard Kobe? Kobe might be there mm-hmm. maybe you only told me when I was there I was like yeah <laughs> and I was like who
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly no but so like if you know I, I played basketball growing up and you did too but you mm-hmm. didn't ever play in the AAU circuit or anything like that but if you've kind of been in that world and you have coaches or people that you talk to hmm And those guys are more plugged in than me. That's where I would kind of hear like, oh, you know, Kevin Durant is maybe going to be there this time. And sometimes it would be on Twitter. Sometimes it would be on social media like that game where Kevin Durant was going to be there. Nobody knew for sure. It was just like Kevin Durant might be there. And obviously people freaked out and showed up to the game. Right. But you didn't know for sure that you were going to see Kevin Durant. You just might have been lucky enough to. But it also could have not been
0: true. Yeah, so you were kind of just going on the off chance. But if not, you were just going to see a pro-am game. So it was like whatever, yeah.
1: It was very much kind of like rumor mill would churn about who might be there. And it was very exciting. Blake Griffin showed up, if anybody knows any of these names. Just very established NBA players, superstars in some cases that are very exciting for people to go see. Mm -hmm. But again, more of a a whisper, not a shout about if they were going to be there.
0: Well, it wouldn't necessarily, these, this small university wouldn't necessarily have the capacity to handle it if they were like announcing Yes,
1: people. tiny little gym. So keep this all in mind. Okay. So I'm home in Seattle in late August this summer, just getting a little visit in, coaching a basketball camp. It was very fun, very good to connect with my old coach. And I hear in that gym, if I start hearing from people, I start hearing, did you know LeBron is coming to town for the program this weekend?
0: And I'm like, and I'm, like I'm like, what? You're, You're like no, shut like, the fuck up. What I'm like and I'm the just... little eight year olds like. Um, I say shut up. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just shut the fuck. What did you say? <laughs> shut the fuck. Up. I don't need a lot of. I don't need. I don't need any explanation. Say it again. LeBron. Yes or no. Nod. Yes or no. Yeah. Yes <laughs> or no. So
1: no, I didn't hear it from any kids. I heard it from other coaches and the other people that were in mm-hmm. the gym, and. I was like okay interesting is this for real is this for real and I was hearing I have it on good authority that LeBron's gonna be there blah blah, blah. and I'm like all right I don't know about your authority you know so I'm kind of I'm still skeptical at this point mm-hmm. but I'm willing well, he doesn't really trust authority <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite you didn't yeah. sell me with that point
0: <laughs> yeah I don't really like being told what to do I'm like uh- LeBron
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like okay I'm, I'm I'm getting interested my ears are perking up okay and I hear in this one kid, and this was such foreshadowing. So my my beloved coach, who I play for when I, who I trained with, and then I was helping him coach, his grandson was talking about it, and his grandson said, "Shit, half of Seattle's gonna be there if that's the case." And yeah. I, and of course, at the time we were like, "Oh yeah," but now I'm like, "He's right."
0: <laughs> no, yeah, Seattle doesn't have an NBA team right now. They have yeah. a WNBA team, but exactly. like, they they their city ripe for a a men's professional basketball team hmm but i was mm-hmm. got sold when i was a kid which i didn't care about obviously at all but right fuck you howard schultz fuck and- you howard schultz and i'll go with that because he's a union buster uh didn't he sell the company a long time ago though no he's back he's back because i started trying to form unions and then daddy schultz is back that's a whole different topic but he's back and he's saying i thought you guys loved me if you love your boss you don't form unions <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really sad. That's fucked up. you yeah. didn't know if crazy. anybody
1: is missing this context. Howard Schultz was the owner of the Seattle Sonics and the starter of Starbucks. Yes, and so he yeah. he sold, but now Sonics. I think he's
0: back on the board. I think he's back as the whatever majority shareholder. Well, he already fuck
1: was. you, Howard. Fuck you, fuck Howard. You, Howard. Uh, so yeah, so Seattle doesn't have a basketball team is itching for more professional basketball in their life even though we have an amazing professional women's team but that's a either a baller here or-
0: professional women's team sue Bird. the lebron james of the wba hmm. she yeah in terms at least of longevity she's been playing forever the longevity thing is real she's is she still dating megan rapino rapina yeah.
1: i find megan rapino so annoying
0: you can't say that on a, on, a, on a sports podcast with women talking
1: I mean, I feel like women can get it too. Everybody can
0: get it. And ah. I've always said this: Megan can get it. Megan Rapinoe. No. <laughs> Am I even saying that name right? Rapino. Rapino. Okay. Is it Rappino? <laughs> <laughs> Megan Fog. <Rapinoe. laughs> ah, oh, the bird Rapino. I don't know. Cut this. Bro, we're cutting
1: all this. I hope you this, know this episode's fucked. <laughs> I hope You know this is off the record. None of this stuff about the WWE. Yeah, we can't
0: say we don't like Megan. Actually we totally can everyone can get it.
1: So even though we have a great professional women's team that's neither here nor there, people are itching for professional an NBA team. Professional men's mm-hmm. basketball, okay? So, when this, when he said that, when he said half of Seattle will be there if LeBron shows up, I should have taken that more seriously. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I was like, because nah, like, I'm still thinking it's going to be a whisper, just like it was when Kevin Durant showed up. Right. You're you thinking people I mean?
0: aren't going to be sure if they're going to show up or not. So, you're going to have, that's going to really like bring down the amount of people willing to go that right. day. Yeah.
1: Right. And another ominous thing is that another bad sign is that Trey Young had been there the week before, a couple weeks before, Trey Young being a, a great NBA talent as well. Mm-hmm. But n- obviously nowhere in the, Nowhere in LeBron's league, not even like, yeah, not even looking at his league, not even standing next to his league. But that apparently had a line wrapped around the building a couple of times. A couple of times wrapped. So,
0: <laughs> just from thinking, just from did they know he was going to be there? Yeah, that was more people than knew Trey Young
1: was going to be there. Okay, yep. so that was a
0: certainty. They knew he was going to be there. Yes, but that still got a couple of lines around the building. So they were hungry for male basketball players, <laughs> <laughs> and Lucy can relate.
1: <laughs> but- mama's hungry <laughs> mama's hungry <laughs> so i'm thinking so i'm hearing about the Trey young saga i'm thinking about lebron coming to town and my and i'm thinking i'm having a i'm having a, i'm the main character moment and i'm thinking i'm the only one who cares enough to wait as long as it's going to take to get in there to see him this idea is starting to form in my head like maybe i'll just go hella early to make sure that i get a spot to go see lebron mm. so that seed is kind of planted in my head but i'm still not sure still not sure still not sure Friday night, so the program is on Saturday. Okay. Friday night, Jamal Crawford tweets out. Alert, alert, alert. <laughs> These are alert emojis. Alert. Wee, wee emojis. Wee, wee I thought it was gonna be a movie. Now it's history. This will be a day like we've never seen. At King James, we'll be playing at the crossover. It's called the Crossover, Jamal
0: Craw. Oh. Okay, okay. Crossover. He's got a great crossover. <laughs> we'll <be playing> at- <laughs> i don't know if you the listener will understand that without the uh the hand motions Lucy. he's got a great crossover like in basketball lucy was just doing little claw hands like pretending to dribble a ball so <laughs> <laughs> the- that might get lost in translation but rest assured there's many levels to the name
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly thanks for clarifying yeah, yeah, we'll be playing at the crossover pro-am it's o-v-e-r of uh, exclamation 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 it's already over <laughs> fuck I, I missed it exactly so i'm like fuck me man and then lebron tweets from his account seattle let's get it been over 15 plus years since i've played ball the weight well the weight is almost over the king is back this is the ego that I'm talking about. So
0: he hasn't been here since he played the Supersonics when we still had a team, basically. He's saying, or he hasn't played in Seattle. I reckon that's what he's saying. Okay, I, I didn't
1: I actually don't even know the last time he played there, but yeah, it's probably
0: presumably has to do with the Supersonics. Mm-hmm. So and so here's the ego. LeBron James is like, here comes the king. I know. It's like Seattle, get ready for me. I don't know. It's yeah. And I was like, I've, I've been. I've I love doing that. I love doing that when Jamal Crawford already was hyping you like you already had a hype man and then you're also being your own hype man
1: i know it's too much they laid it on a little thick don't you think yeah so we've got these two tweets that are going viral and it's national news because all Mm. these national news services are picking it up and going oh lebron's going to seattle lebron's going to seattle to play in the pro-am now let's talk about the gym capacity is listed officially at 2500 people
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. That's not gonna be Okay.
1: Twenty five hundred people, okay, and they they push it apparently they pushed it to three thousand for Trey Young, so I'm thinking maybe three thousand, but twenty five hundred people is the official. They'll push to three
0: thousand if they think if there is a fire we'll just take a wash.
1: And we're going to lose a thousand and a five. Three thousand
0: if they're not very important.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm looking, I'm crunching the numbers in my head. I'm like, fuck dude. Like I probably have to get there. I'm thinking about what time I got to get there. I'm like, and I even, and my mom goes, my mom, our, our mom, I'm sorry. She's actually, is she, your mom, mom sounds well? lovely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so does she still talk to you. <laughs>
1: so our mom <laughs> goes, there's gonna be people camped out all night. And I said that to some people at the gym on the last day of camp. And they were like, nah, probably not.
0: Fools. Were they eight? <laughs> you showed them.
1: <laughs> you had a lot to learn, kid. So sure enough, six PM rolls around Friday. Game's on Saturday. Okay. Friday night at six PM. We've got our first person in a tent.
0: <gasps> out at the
1: gym. Six PM. Six PM the night before. In a tent
0: damn right at the gym stuff. does not even go down on the last day before you're out there. Yes,
1: exactly. So now I'm like, "Oh fuck." So I'm getting a ride home from my friend Friday night. Tommy, shout out. Shout out, Tom. I know you're I just know you're listening. What's up, girl? And she's like, and I'm like, "Let's drive by." So I get her to drive me by Seattle Pacific University and girl, it's it's probably like midnight, 12:30, and it's a scene. I mean, we've got It's clearly already hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds of people. The line is wrapping, you know, I'm at least a quarter mile, if not more at that point already. There's people got games, people got like, people look like they're camped out for, you know. And when are the doors supposed to open officially? The doors officially, historically for the program have opened at 1130 for 125 games or for 12 p.m. games.
0: So there's going to be several games before LeBron shows up. Then is, there, is that the idea? Exactly. So okay,
1: the proam is it's usually they usually do they yeah. do one at noon, one at two something, and then a later game as well. And that's the one LeBron would be at is the later game. Obviously, we all thought LeBron would be at the later game, the yeah. latest game. Um, but nobody even knew. I mean, there was no like he wasn't on a roster because I mean, there's people who play regularly in this program, like con- continuously throughout the am season, which, again, is just a summer league. Yeah. And LeBron wasn't on any of the rosters. I mean, we didn't even know what was going to be happening. Which game okay? was hit. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is insane. People have got they've set up a basketball hoop. People are playing pickup basketball, which was kind of cute. Like the whole thing was actually a vibe. Like it was yeah. a ton of energy. People just seemed so excited. And it was very. Like, it was very in, uh, entrancing or enthralling. I was like, wow. I, like, I was getting excited. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I was like, look at this shit. Like, look how. But I was also panicking a little bit. Because I was yeah. like, it's 1230 in the morning and there's already hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. I was trying to get home and get a couple hours of sleep because by now I've made up my mind. I'm going to get to this gym before five in the morning. Okay. Yeah.
0: You're, you're his fan.
1: So I go to bed. My mom has to wake up early to drive me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ballers can relate. <laughs> the real ones can relate thing when you're trying to get to a game early in the morning, and your mom's like, "I don't want to take you." that has big. Our dad picking us up from a New Year's party at 2 a.m. Energy. Yes, which did also happen.
1: Yeah, our dad picked us up drunkenly. Well, no, <laughs> wait, he wasn't drunk. He
0: wasn't drunk. <laughs> we, we. Well, I was. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. he kept calling you boozy. Yeah, he kept calling me boozy. He had a good attitude about it. And then I came home and ate, I think, two cans of clam chowder. It's a, it's a whole other thing. I was on one. That it was years a, ago. That needs an episode. And, uh, <laughs> episodes of Sydney's like college days. I don't even think I like drank that much. I just think I would do weird things with food when I did. But whatever, <laughs> it'll sober you up. I mean, it didn't really. It'll just make you sick. <laughs> That's a heavy drunk, cream on a drunk stomach. Drunk ever tried two cans of progressive clam chowder? <laughs> hey, here's a life hack for you guys. You drunk and you need to sober up to drive home. Try two two cans of extra chunky clam chowder. Ew, ew. <laughs>
1: oh i'm like i'm gonna be sick
0: yeah it's wild i can still eat that to this day but i was fine god bless you
1: so that does have big that energy so my mom had to wake up and take me because i didn't have a car it's a whole big thing so she takes me to the gym it's five in the morning and i am i mean at least a thousand people back already by five in the morning i get there it's still dark out i'm a woman alone mind you
0: Well, you're not alone, but you're alone. You have no partners with you I'm a woman with no companion at this event. I'm just a woman standing here, surrounded by a thousand other people, (laughs) (laughs) looking to get into a gym.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I was the only woman that I saw alone there.
0: Oh, God. Weren't you the belle of the ball? (laughs) (laughs) You must
1: have gotten all the attention. I'm just saying I'm not like other girls. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) LeBron, I need
0: an escort.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So I'm the only I was like, I was like, damn, is this is like my main character moment. So I'm standing there, I'm like trying to make friends with the people behind me and in front of me, but really nobody's talking to me. Everybody has friends and I don't know. They weren't looking for new ones, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all in a line. And this is very important because when Trey Young was there, there was in fact a line. Yes. And even though there's obviously never been a line of this volume to get into the pro-am before, anybody who is pushing back on the idea that people in the line were stupid to be in a line doesn't understand that there has always been a line to get into the lines
0: are like the traditional i think they had lines in ancient egypt to get to things lines are like the way you wait for a thing you get in a line
1: yeah i think it i think it makes a lot of sense And i mean was it stupid to think that here's my my conclusion in retrospect is that lines don't self-regulate so (laughs) yeah (laughs) if there's just no nothing forcing the
0: maintenance of the line there's no way that the line would stay intact lines are susceptible to anarchy and this is what we should have remembered from kindergarten this is why we <laughs> needed line leaders <laughs> we, this is why it was so we, important for us to practice getting in line dude we needed line leaders so yeah. i'm there
1: at five in the morning there's really nothing to say about this time let's just say i fall asleep i take a 15 dollar uber to go to the bathroom because there were no bathrooms even anywhere near us so How i did had you to fall asleep
0: were you standing up
1: uh, I sat down and fell asleep okay. on the ground. So <laughs> Glamorous. Yeah, I had to take an Uber to go to the bathroom because there were no bathrooms near us. And that's when I just started to realize there were no, yeah, so no porta-potties, yeah. no water. I just started to realize that like we were kind of fucked. Like, like you know what I mean? Like we were kind of fucked. Yeah, you're like, you're like,
0: this is not going to improve. Yeah, I, don't I was think. like, we are
1: supposed to be waiting another 10 hours and we don't have any like, I
0: don't water, know. Water, food, bathrooms. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the nearest food was like a half mile to the 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? It wasn't looking good. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know. And so 10 a.m. rolls around. So I've been there since 5 and about 10.30, the line starts disintegrating and people start sprinting up towards the gym. So nobody knows what's happening. There's like people yelling, LeBron's here, which I don't know why LeBron would get there at 10.30 in the morning. That yeah, was- I don't think he was. <laughs> if you believed
0: that, not that I did. Uh, Lucy <laughs> at the front of the pack, bowling people over. Get the fuck out of the <laughs> someone was yelling lebron's here <laughs> lucy only one screaming it <laughs> sprinting out of the pack i don't know yeah the line just kind of just became chaos <laughs> i don't know what happened girl. so
1: i'm running up the line and it was so sad the part that like still makes me sad when i think about it is like there were like so many parents there with their kids and like there were parents like trying to pack up their stuff because people didn't think the line would move until at least 11 when the gym doors were supposed mm-hmm. to open there were parents being like we were way ahead of these people. Like, I'm sorry to like their kids, because people really thought that if they were yeah, in that you line, had gone there in early,
0: like the first person. That yeah, like the these kids who... had
1: been like camped out since like two in the morning. It made me really sad. This mom was like, "We were here first. I was like, "Oh," and I, I ran past her
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> I ran past her. I right, gave her the finger. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, kids. <laughs> I mean, what was I supposed to do? Family only slows you down. Come solo. <laughs> oh my
1: god i felt so bad though like the whole thing like just made me feel really bad for people so we all get we all descend on the front of the gym in just a mob it was really it was really bad dude it's like kind of traumatic to talk about because it was like it was giving Astro World. like i was very nervous that something that something really bad could happen because people were super rowdy and people were pushing in hella tight trying to get as close as possible right, and that's to the what kills doors. you in
0: crowds is like the suffocation right yeah and i mean well we- trampling too but like in a crowd like yes. that it would be people pushing in i and- was
1: thinking about trampling i was thinking about crowd crush we did have space behind us so i guess the crowd crush was unlikely in retrospect but But there were people that fainted in that crowd. I mean, several people like had to get like pulled out. Yeah. Well, it's also summer. It's
0: also summer. Like it it does get hot in Seattle. It was summer. It got to the
1: eighties while we were waiting out there. Which is big if
0: you're in a crowd of like two thousand people.
1: Yeah, I think there were there were. I I would guess there were around three thousand people out there. Shit. So it was. So we wait in this insane mob. Everybody trying to maintain their spot in the mob from you know, and again, we're thinking the gym doors are going to open at 1130. We do this from about 1030, 11 until 2pm.
0: Was anyone talking to you guys at this point? Yes.
1: <laughs> the people that were talking to us were these four motherfuckers that Jamal had up on the gym doorsteps, just screaming at us, get back, motherfuckers, get back, motherfuckers, motherfuckers, we can't open these doors till so you get back. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't think people are going to move. <laughs>
0: You're like, I don't think this is going to convince them. And I'm just staring at this. I had hours to
1: just be staring at this situation, right? And the more I look at it, the more I'm like, how is this going to work? Because we're, <laughs> yeah. in a, we're in a mob of 3,000 people. And to safely let people into that gym, I'm just like, I can't figure out you how You can't this open
0: f- them until the mob calms down, but you have no ability to calm the mob Right, because as
1: soon as you open that gym door, you could have like a situation where like, like trampling, like Black Friday shit, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and I don't think, and I'm not assuming... So were these guys basically security for this place? A couple of them had security shirts on, but yeah, that could have just been something they bought. Basically, I don't think Jamal picked the people that were great at de-escalation to no. run this gig. Get back motherfuckers is probably works in some situations. Probably not when kids are in the crowd and they. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I did hear
1: like the funniest comment, though. I heard this one guy go, why are white people talking so much about lines? <laughs> <laughs> Because it was definitely, you know, white people were definitely outnumbered in this demographic going to this game, Mm -hmm. right? But I did think that was pretty funny because there were like a lot of like white parents that I like heard
0: asking about lines. They said, when I went to the uh, uh, Chenny Kesney concert, we waited in line like good Americans. Exactly. So I was like, I was like, yeah, you're
1: also like seeing that dynamic kind of play out where it's like, I think a lot of people were just like, you guys were dumb. I mean, microcosm all of, of
0: America. It's fascinating.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we were dumb to think that somehow that line was going to be preserved and that we were all going to get in that game. Yeah. Not, not just the white people, but I think everybody who showed up and camped out like it was it was it was in good
0: spirit, but it was very, very foolish. Well, I mean, did Jamal say anything to like make them think that they would get it? Like, I don't I don't like why would would you assume if you got there, you'd Get, like did he know how many people were there and
1: this is where my beef comes in dude because jamal if you think about it literally used us for hype because he was like tweeting out like yo respect to the people camping outside like you know we're gonna try to get people in like respect respect you know tweeting out pictures of it to show how hyped seattle was about having lebron there and this is my theory and i think it's i don't even think it's a theory i think this is just for sure for sure for sure so let me take you back okay once okay, the yeah. gym doors finally open at 2 30 and remember this was supposed to be a game at 11 yes turns out those were all canceled thanks for the memo so, so. no
0: basically you didn't tell anyone when yeah, the no game no to no.
1: The no no No. fuck you guys no okay no announcement nothing so we're all waiting out there in the hot sun we're all getting pushed together i mean sometimes people are getting really rowdy and like i'm seeing kids getting like shoved over like it's crazy in yeah. this pack okay we've been waiting there for hours and hours and hours and hours now okay finally the the uh oh and spd was there the police were there and screaming at us to get off the street behind us while the security was yelling at us to get back so we're just getting
0: <laughs> so these two groups of people who neither of whom are doing a very good job at de-escalation are screaming at you to right. basically funnel into the center
1: there was just no vision okay there was no vision mm-hmm. for getting these people in yeah. and this should have been my clue right so finally the at about two thirty, they go we're gonna start getting you motherfuckers in one at a time So, or no, they said two at a time, so I'm like, okay. So he starts, like, the security guards up there start, like, hand-picking people out of the very front. Mind you, none of these are the people who have been waiting in line. No, I mean, these are
0: probably the rowdiest people that pushed up to the front. Yeah,
1: these were the people who, as soon as the crowd, as soon as the line fell apart, just, like, shoved people out of the way. Unfortunately,
0: wasn't you. And
1: they didn't come, I know. <laughs> and they didn't come with camping gear and shit, so they weren't bogged down at all, you know? Because, like, all these other people had, like, chairs and stuff. And so they couldn't. basically
0: just grabbed the rowdy, the people that hadn't been waiting there and yes. were just, yeah, okay.
1: Yes, so those people all had pushed up to the front, so I'm sure a lot of those people got in. Um, so I mean, not a lot. So from two 30 to about three, the security guards are just handpicking people one or two at a time to come in the gym. So that only happens for a half an hour. Keep this in mind. In my estimation, Sydney, no more than, no more than 150 people got in there. What? I really believe that no more than 150 people got in there from that crowd that was outside.
0: How? I thought the gym could hold 3,000 if they were burnable. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then it starts
1: to dawn on me. And my mom was kind of saying this too. She was like, I just have a feeling that anybody who knows Jamal and is friends with Jamal is going to get in that game. And I start thinking and I'm like, yeah, and how about all the players that are playing in this am today? All of them probably have a
0: guest list of 20, 30, 40, 50. LeBron's coming. So they're like, hey, everybody come to this game.
1: Everybody that loves them. They're probably like, Jamal, can I, and Jamal's such a nice guy. He's probably such a yes guy. Jamal, I got 50. My whole extended family wants mm-hmm. to come to the game I'm playing today. Can I get them in? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Why not? So, and I think I misspoke. So there was one game before the LeBron game. And the way that we know, but the other games got canceled. And the way that we know, I think there was, sometimes there's four. It's a whole thing. Okay.
0: Basically, you guys were just weren't informed about anything. That we was weren't informed. In, we yeah,
1: yeah. There was one game going on when people were starting to get let in the gym. And this is what lets you know that the people that actually filled that gym that day were VIPs and not people from that crowd in the front. Yeah. If you watched the live stream of that game before LeBron's game, the gym is almost half empty. So the fact that they said we're at capacity at 3 p.m. Means that those seats were what? Reserved.
0: So they really only had 150 free seats, even yes. though he basically tweeted out to the entirety of Seattle. Yes. Hey, come to this thing! Come to, to h- the game to LeBron's hype up the coming. game and make Seattle look really like into basketball, but then basically just like left you all out in the cold for twenty hours. Like, Literally used us for clout when the heat
1: used us to sell this event, used us to make it look like whoa, whoa, whoa! Not sell it. I mean, it's free tickets, but free—it's a free event. But used us for clout, for hype to promote the brand, the crossover. Fuck LeBron too for doing that shit. Except I think he's way less culpable because I have a feeling Jamal was like, "I got this, Bron. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, man." Just tweet that you're gonna be there, and yeah. LeBron
0: I'm just like, okay.
1: Uh, all right it's fine <laughs> okay so uh people are just devastated it was very sad when they said it was at capacity and then when i started to were there like kids crying and shit oh yeah dude there were so many people who were upset i mean more than anything i just thought like shit could get really rowdy because like now people are really upset you've got people outside no bathrooms no water yeah it's kind of a dangerous situation he set it up was too. it really why was. would you tweet
0: something that you knew was going to gather a huge crowd just like even without even if even if you didn't think anyone was going to come in yeah. you also kind of put people in danger because like Again, like maybe you didn't weren't aware that it was going to get that rowdy, but like you literally had you yourself tweeted that the biggest basketball player in the world was coming and mm-hmm. had him tweet that, and mm-hmm. it made national news, and you assigned four of your friends to pretend to be security guards. <laughs> Didn't try to put up porta potties or anything. Yeah. And then, literally, when you saw how big the crowd was, didn't tweet out, Hey, guys, we're not actually going to have as much room as you're thinking, just so you know, like, really only about the 100 first, like, 200 people in front of the line are going right. to get in. Right. Instead of doing anything like that, you were like, Hell yes, yeah, it'll keep going when you saw the huge throngs of people.
1: And what if you had just said, Hey, guys, oh, like, it's, there's really not going to be entry from that, from, there's really not going to be general admission entry, but you guys are welcome to come out and, check out the scene like what if you had it be that kind of events people still would have rolled through to like see what was going on Yeah. but the fact that you even suggested that people were going to get in that game was insane nobody was getting in that game and mind you i waited 12 hours some people waited 16 Mm -hmm. 18
0: like you were just on your lonesome people watching
1: i was really on my lonesome dude that was a crazy that was like and it was so frustrating because it's the injustice too and like i know that that sounds stupid because none of us had like a right to get in that game but At the same time, it was the it was the premise that you loved how many people were out there and you knew damn well that they weren't getting in. And where did that gym fill from? Back entrance. Yeah, there's so many different entrances to that gym. There's a player's entrance. But even that was being like people were trying to like beat down the
0: player's entrance door. See, that's what I mean. He kind of put up a dangerous situation without really knowing how to. I mean, that is kind of a Travis Scott move on terms of like kind of encouraging some. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to levy that at, at Jamal Crawford. Well, he's I don't lucky think, nobody got hurt. Let's put it that way. He's very lucky because that could have been really bad. He's not
1: a. He would never encourage violence or encourage people being crazy or acting crazy. But he set up a situation in which, of course, people were going to. Because when you treat people without respect, respect is having porta potties. Respect is having a place to get water. Respect is
0: having security guards that aren't just swearing at people. Yeah,
1: that's that's showing respect. That's having the infrastructure around the event or even trash cans, dude. People were trashing the entire. This is a campus. This is a college campus. I would love to know the fallout between the campus and LeBron. Yeah, Why wouldn't you be like, hey, we have LeBron.
0: Let's go get out the stadium. Like, I bet you could have worked with people to get a much bigger venue. Oh, yeah.
1: You could have gotten Climate Pledge Arena.
0: Yeah, but fucking Bezos throw that at you. you should fu- I actually don't know what he does.
1: <laughs> so it was just so that's the situation. And, and I'm looking at this live stream. So my friend who's also a big basketball guy and was like kind of come out and then bailed on it was like just texted me and was like, this is a private event. Like he knew people working. He knew a guy that was working security that day who got sent home because Jamal said he was bringing in his own guys. <laughs>
0: yeah i saw them, jamal yeah. they were uh <laughs> no, oh, those are your guys jamal? okay bet <laughs> was, that was that those were, so those were your bands. those are jamal's finest <laughs> uh, <laughs> the infantry's here no worries
1: yeah and he just he was just like telling me he was saying that like he was watching the live stream the whole time and like everybody in there was like dapping each other up like everybody knew everybody because it was friends and family obviously which is like partly for kids to go to too and stuff a lot of kids got in a lot of kids i mean jamal's a great guy he yeah, did get a lot of kids in but they were all i i know they all came in through a different entrance we saw with our own eyes 150 people maybe 200 but i think it was less walking through that door and i have on this is this is what i heard So my good friend that I just was talking about Mm -hmm. said he had a buddy who got up very close to the front, said that clicker that one of the security guards was using, counting people let in, hit like 160 or something. And he was like, we're at capacity.
0: (laughs) Ah.
1: So, yeah, dude. So anyways, so I'm like crying, <laughs> like on my way home, I'm like crying. I'm like, I just can't believe I spent all this time, you know? And, and I'm just like frustrated. Cause I, I know now that we've all been finessed. Like, I just know that we got used for clout hype to make it like a whole big thing. And I just know that there was never any intention. And I, and I'm feeling now like it was a fuck you kind of at the people who yeah really love basketball and really wanted to see it. And I'm not the most deserving person to get in there. I mean, there's lots of people that were in that line that I wish had gotten in.
0: Instead of me. Well, you but, might be a lot frustrated if they at least just like let the first people in line. Yeah. If like the, if it honestly, at least stayed yeah. in a line and they had been let in and been like, well, okay, at least they like had the order to like maintain the line and like. Oh, absolutely. If
1: I didn't get in because of like, num- because of actual like the yeah. numbers
0: or whatever, that would have been just fine.
1: I still would have been bummed if people got let in from the mob because I would have been like, damn, there's so many people who just got fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So anyways, um, I'm frustrated on my way home. I'm kind of crying and, and my friend's like, at least just watch the live stream of the game, Lucy. Like, it'll be entertaining to watch LeBron play. And I'm like, all right, fine. It like hurts, but I'm going to, Jamal had this live stream. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turn on the live stream and the gym is, you can see it's empty with this last game clearing out. And then once... Jam- once LeBron's game's about to start, now it starts filling up. Now it starts filling in, and you're like, "Where are these people coming from? <laughs> Where <laughs> they were are these? Because people- we got
0: sent home. We got told it's that capacity. Do you think he knew how many people were going to come? Do you think he was like counting how many people were on people's guest lists? Because he probably said yes to every. Like, how much do you think he was aware this was about to? Or do yeah. you think it was like a lack of oversight? Or do you think it was like a
1: definitely don't think it was malicious. I don't think he's a bad guy, and I definitely don't think he would have. I definitely don't think there was any sense of like. I don't think he would have tweeted, we're going to try to get as many of you in as possible if he actually thought that all those people were going to get fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think he just has no, I think it's just like the right hand doesn't know what the left's doing type shit where like, he's just okaying all these people on a guest list and he's not paying any attention to the fact that his gym's filling up. It's a capacity of 3000 people. He's just not, he's just, it was way too, a bit off way more than he could chew type thing too. Yeah.
0: And in kind of, again, he's lucky no one got hurt. It is one of the things that's like, it doesn't make you a bad person, but it is like, what the, like, it is like you were a little bit clout, Chasey, here. You tried to prep your brand, which yes, your brand does a lot of good stuff. So I'm not mad at you for trying to promote your brand, but you did kind of promote it at the risk of the safety and wellness of a city and the individuals that have supported you, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So I get home to watch this live stream and... It's pretty funny because, first of all, I think it's funny too. I haven't even mentioned this. Jason Tatum was also there, NBA All Star. Oh, shit. Uh,
0: Aaron Gordon was also Didn't there. Didn't even get the shout out on the tweet. It was like, LeBron's coming. <laughs> yeah. And Jason's like, Should I say I'm coming too? And Jamal's like, hey, I guess if you want. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you can let your mom know or something. <laughs> She's like, I know, I'm already going to be there. Do you, do you're LeBron's? <laughs> Dude, it was very that because when Jamal, when
1: Jason Tatum came in the gym for warm ups, like the crowd was like, You can hear them on the live stream. They're like, woo, woo. Uh, And Jason (laughs) Tatum kind of looks around expectantly and it's just sort of like, all right. And then LeBron comes in and everyone's like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) everyone's like, oh my God. And this is where, at this point, I was just like, Jamal, you fucked up, dog. Because all of a sudden, there's like 50 people on the court, like mobbing LeBron. Some of them were media. These are probably, these are probably Jamal's media guys. Yeah, I
0: recognize a couple of security dudes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: just dudes with iPhones. Yeah. They're probably like, Jamal, can I come in if I work media? And he's like, yeah, I need media. (laughs) So anyways, there's like, but, but I can see people are streaming in also from the crowd. So, Mm -hmm. or from the bleachers. So I'm like, oh no, it's like the 150 that you did let in are some rowdy motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, because you let in the ones that managed to push their ways to the front of the line. So you let in the rowdiest people. Yeah, Right,
1: right. And so they're all like, they're all surrounding
0: LeBron. (laughs) They have not slept for 20 hours. They are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They are crazy. They're probably like seven Red Bulls deep. And LeBron is like, I watch his face transform from this look of like, you know, he's always trying to look like he's like flexing kind of. And he's like trying to give Seattle like, a let's go. But I <laughs> yeah. watch his face. Like, I think I saw this look on his face that turned to like, oh, fuck, this is probably not a very good situation because yeah. like this is this guy's a billion dollar commodity for the NBA. Come on now. And he's getting rushed. Let's by call people, it what yeah. it is. I mean, he's a billionaire, first of all, but he's also a billionaire, billion dollar commodity for mm-hmm. for the the professional basketball association or national basketball association
0: so imagine if your your physical form was worth billions <laughs> <laughs>
1: literally and i feel like he's like walking in there and it's like oh fuck because you've got people all around you it's clear that jamal has no way of keeping those people in the stands so you know you're dealing with the situation right now when you first walked in the gym what's going to happen if there's a little pushing and shoving between you and a guy on the court right like could shit get even crazier could you have even more people come down on the court like i can just mm-hmm. see in his face that he's kind of like all right he can't even get to his layup line they're trying to start warming up and you can see he can't even really get to his layup line so finally jamal like gets the microphone and starts giving people a lecture about how we can't act like animals i don't know if it was before or after that somebody pulled the fire alarm and the sprinklers started going out. oh it was here's what it was so jamal <laughs> here's what it was so jamal starts giving a speech about how we can't be acting like animals and he wants everybody to leave the gym and come back in and act respectfully this time That got that was a good idea, but it got called off when somebody pulled the fire alarm. And so then the court was soaking wet. And then like I think SPD was like, do not have these people leave and come back in. Like this is not gonna work, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're trying to clean the court off because somebody has pulled the sprinkler. And now the players are also trying to get their warm-up in. Jamal bails on the idea of having the people leave and come back in when they can act like adults. And we're trying to get it going, but LeBron, even he makes a layup and he's trying to run to circle back to the other side and a guy like grabs him. <gasps> a fan like comes and like tries to like grab his arm and stuff. He is worth
0: <laughs> billions. <laughs> Literally. You are touching priceless artwork. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I got tingly just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Lizzie's like jealous. Ah, <laughs> <Goals. laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
1: no you never touch people without their consent and so no no no. and lucy knows that <laughs> <laughs> and i know that and Girl, so i just thought about it <laughs> I was i'm gonna do about it. not gonna do it <laughs> yeah. so he's running back this guy like grabs him and lebron just turns and like if looks could kill like this guy would have been dead and i'm just like do not touch lebron especially coming off a layup you're vulnerable your body's in the air yeah people, you're kind of on balance people getting in their landing space i mean dude the potential for disaster and i'm just watching lebron's body language and it is deteriorating fast i can tell that he's just like i'm never texting with jamal crawford again <laughs> i am not going to talk to
0: jamal for a long
1: time siri remind me not to talk to jamal anymore yeah
0: <laughs> although i mean we, we, as we know from the um from several of our episodes where we've discussed lebron that's not a It's not that he's an impatient man, but he is a man who, when he gets frustrated, will just kind of pull a King James and
1: dip. Absolutely. So we kind of get the warm up going. We've got people to stop touching LeBron, which is a good starting point. (laughs) And now we're like, let's play some basketball. So the game gets going, and it's instantly clear that these motherfuckers are slipping and sliding. (laughs) Between the fire alarm being pulled and there being liquid still on the floor and the condensation from cramming. They estimate about 3,500 people was ended there up air in the conditioning? Gym? No. No oh AC, 3,500 people in the gym, Seattle summer, and somebody had pulled the fire alarm. So <laughs> shit was wet. And you could see the fans like desperately fanning themselves. Like, and I was, I was looking at some of the fans and you could see they're like fanning themselves super hard. And I'm like, what is going on in there? And I'm like, oh no. And I can see that like nobody can get their footing. DeJounte Murray's like sliding around. I'm like, oh no. And these men are
0: not about to sacrifice, get hurt. On million and billion dollar contracts. Not billion dollar contracts, but... but On like several million dollar contracts for a pro-am game. Yeah. yeah.
1: No kidding. And so... It's also funny because Jason Tatum was literally going off. Jason Tatum could not miss and everybody's like, yeah. And then, Le- <laughs> and then LeBron makes one layup and everybody's like, yeah! Yes! So he tries to grab him
0: again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the man's back over there trying to get it. Also,
1: can we talk about LeBron literally having six points and playing like shit? And it's like, and it's like this, I don't know. So this whole event that was supposed to be about basketball
0: and the love of basketball and letting people see amazing basketball. And Seattle's love of basketball and letting people see it. Yes. Became a VIP event in a swamp where people... <laughs> Where only Jason Tatum emerged victorious. We really got to drain this gym, (laughs) guys.
1: You got, you guys had to drain that shit. So
0: it's Jason Tatum's victorious.
1: (laughs) And only Jason Tatum emerges from the swamp. So, anyways, the game is like the Phoenix Rising. LeBron looks pissed. I'm like, his body language is horrible. I'm starting to wonder if he's gonna come out for the second half. I'm like, he looks mad. I don't just don't know if this is gonna happen, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's almost halftime. Last couple minutes, and ball goes out of bounds or the play is dead lebron just e-lines for the for the exit for the locker rooms and the announcer goes lebron james ladies and gentlemen and there's like an awkward clap and then the stream cuts (gasps) and it's not halftime yet so i'm like oh no (laughs) yeah that yeah and then we get the tweet we had to stop the game due to condensation and somehow Jamal's still trying to pitch this event as a huge success because he got LeBron there. Guys, it, you know, I'm sorry about the condensation, but we still got to watch some amazing basketball. Uh, six points on a slip and
0: slide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to watch something. And it was, I guess, in some ways amazing. <laughs> so I don't know. It was so interesting. Think Tatum thinks it's about him. <laughs> He's like, I did. I was He's like, I was too wet. <laughs> it was too wet, but I did do good. No, I think
1: he would think like I was wet, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. I wasn't I wasn't because LeBron didn't play very well <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dude so it's like this beautiful kind of like karmic justice because even if let's say you had been one of the first 3,000 people and it had been a legitimate line that actually let people in you would have gotten in to see that and I feel like it's just like so beautiful that that's the way it turned out mm-hmm. as the story unfolds unfortunately I don't really let things go very easily so I proceeded to write an op-ed that I submitted to every national sports broadcasting service didn't get any responses we're gonna
0: post it on the website because I. I do think it's a good op-ed <laughs> we're gonna post it i'm gonna post it somewhere maybe got an no appointment overdue we're gonna link to it
1: yeah maybe we should like link it on our twitter so i did our post- twitter's been
0: more active lately because what i did notice is lucy going off on her lucy will get to it but this yeah. is where i did notice something was up
1: these are the two developments so i write my mean op-ed piece that i submit to everyone no response i don't think it was mean
0: was it i actually didn't read it
1: it's a little mean it's a little well, mean. it should be a little mean uh, they were a little mean to you they were mean to me and they, and they deserved it. Uh, I just wish somebody would publish. Somebody take a chance on me. <laughs> take a chance <laughs> if you change your
0: mind. <laughs> so I'm the first in line. <laughs> but now I'm <laughs> So I go home and sob. <laughs> uh, so I'm out here writing
1: this, furiously writing this article, submitting it. And then I take to Twitter because I'm like, I got a gyno appointment overdue Twitter and I know how to use it.
0: Follow us on Twitter, people. You're finally posting because Lucy had some shit to say. So I start
1: getting in these threads about how horrible the crossover was because some other people are talking about it. They're like, that was a shit show. Me and my son waited for twelve hours. He's absolutely crushed. Jamal, what was that? There's some people kind of saying what yeah. actually happened. I'm glad
0: you got kids in Jamal, but this if this was for the kids, I bet you I saw I bet you there were a lot of celebrities in the stands too that got in because LeBron, you know. There, absol- there were so many ex Seahawk players.
1: All the storm team was there i mean talk about i mean you already knew who was going to that event the fact that you even acted eight even though you did bring kids in those were kids that you already knew you should have in. told
0: anyone about it you should have just like been like hey the pro going to be pretty full up today you shouldn't have never told me. we're having LeBron.
1: a private event lebron's yeah. coming we're having a private showing
0: yeah that's fine there's no way you could have thought actually anywhere close to the number of people coming we're yeah. going to be able to get in you know yeah.
1: it was just so ugh. it was just so nasty i feel like what they did and i think it came from idiocy but not it, malice not malice but it was just still so frustrating and so inconsiderate it's also
0: frustrating to try to then pitch it as a success because like it's like yes it's like I if you just like, if you if you copped out to if you were like if you were like we're like yeah actually that i fucked up guys i really needed to be more on security i really needed to like be more aware of how many people we had you know i should have gotten a bigger venue like if you had said like i'm glad we got lebron here but i am sorry to everyone that didn't get in like i yeah. I, I fucked up
1: and nobody and he is so unwilling. He did get on Twitter a little bit to say like Jamal Crawford I, by he mm. and, and to say like, oh, you know, I'm sorry to people who are disappointed, but
0: I'm sorry if you were upset. <laughs> <laughs> that is big, that energy. <laughs>
1: Very. But what you failed to acknowledge is how many people were VIP to that game. And I still and I was tweeting yeah. about it nonstop. And people were like, you're so conspiratorial. This is so stupid. Like, you really think there were like s- people sneaking in the game? not sneaking
0: in jamal was like yeah go through the west entrance or whatever yeah <laughs> i was there yeah. the whole time i never saw the x seahawks players come in my yeah, entrance ex- exactly well, how'd they get in the 10 minutes i ubered to the bathroom i don't think so yeah.
1: <laughs> i don't think it was then so it's it like then. It's like, I would appreciate the acknowledgement that you had an extensive VIP guest list for that game. Mm -hmm. I would really appreciate that. And I just know it's true. And I, you know, on Twitter, like I'm just getting like ratioed as fuck. Like everybody's just like, you're so dumb, blah, blah, blah. Some people, some people who were there, I can tell they were actually there. Like, yeah, this is what it was like. It was really fucked up. But for the most part, people are just basically calling me a loser for being mad about it. And, you know, saying that Jamal still did a great thing for the city i think that's debatable and And definitely
0: not for seattle university who now has to pick up Seattle pacific university who now has to basically clean up their entire campus from all the piss and poop and trash and yeah definitely not for the people that were raining outside and yeah definitely not for lebron definitely not for anybody who even saw the game (laughs) or played in it except maybe jason (laughs) (laughs) jason i hope you're happy jason i hope you're happy i heard you had a great game bud (laughs) jason you actually kind of won this one sweetie jason we should have come for you (laughs) oh my
1: god so i was so tired of being gaslit and told what a success it was my thing that Made me extremely happy was when Jamal Crawford started liking replies to my tweets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Meaning he was in my like threads, like reading my shit and probably just being like, who the fuck is gyno- appointment <laughs>
0: overdue? Do you know who knows about Gyno appointment Overdue listeners? It's it's you, me, and Jamal Crawford. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you're you're very exclusive, if you're in this little community, and beloved
0: Seattle philanthropist, Jamal Crawford.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that's the part that's so corny, is I'm literally fighting with I mean, I'm not fighting, but I'm literally having You're this, beefing. this hostile dialogue with truly one of the most universally known as amazing people, great like uh, just a wonderful person who's done so much for the Seattle community, the Seattle community. well I mean, yeah, yeah. uplifting people who wouldn't ordinarily have opportunities like you know just being like really giving back mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to say I don't like him. I like him a lot. Okay, Jamal, I'm just really That's what I'm saying, off. you disappointed me. <laughs> yes. I like you a lot, Jamal. I believed in you, Jamal. I'm saying you were an idiot and you should cop to that. Because yeah. Because you're going to
0: make mistakes if you're going to stay a rich philanthropist and that's okay.
1: Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's like an amazing guy. And I think that's why people just like think I'm an asshole on Twitter because they're like, he's done so much for our city. And I'm like, yes. And I'm not disputing any of that. But when you own up to half of what happened, it leaves people who experienced the other half, yeah. which I know I'm not the only one being like, all right, what about the shit that actually happened, though? Yeah. You Just- can apologize for the court. You can apologize for not having enough security. You can apologize. And he did. He kind of talked about those things. But that actually doesn't get at the heart of what a poorly structured and kind of mean spirited yeah thing that you did to the city. And so it was at best really thoughtless. Yes. And Jamal, we'd love to have
0: you on. Jamal, we'd love to hear your take on it, bud. We do like you. This is not, that's not. And if Jason wants to come.
1: Okay, Jason can come. <laughs> Jason
0: come. God. Yeah. Just kidding. We would love to have him. Oh it. my God, I'd be so happy. Just kidding. I don't even know what that man looks like.
1: We'd love to have a- Literally probably Actually anybody on the show. Literally anyone Anyone want to come on <laughs> um, But anyways That's me I feel like if this episode Is at all interesting I'll get feedback From the usual people We could kind of get into The Twitter beef That could be like a fun little
0: Dude yeah Some of the replies I we could love read some tweets to hear Because Some mean tweets it's, it's some fun And yeah It would be confusing To see that tweet Coming from something Called gyno appointment overdue
1: Yeah with zero followers Zero followers But a lot of rage For Jamal Crawford
0: <laughs> <laughs> This bot is angry <laughs> all fired up all fired up an anti-jamal <laughs> bot we're not anti-jamal though we no, just it's no. like a. it's it's like a yeah it was just a real thoughtless kind of clout chasing thing to do and i'm not it doesn't make you a bad person at all it's just like you kind of like cop to it so that we at least know it's not going to happen again you yeah know?
1: and stop just apologizing for lack of security and lack of planning like it was all that but it was also admit how many people came in that already were had reserve seats Like, just own up to that. Yeah, because he's he's, he's, he's still trying to say, like, sorry, I needed to let the kids in, so that's why we didn't have seats. Yes, yes. He's saying it was because it was because kids got in. Well, you didn't only pull kids from that crowd, but let's say that all those 160 whatever people were kids. Yeah. That would be it. That would be
0: it from the kids who were waiting outside. Yeah, because there's a lot of kids you let down, too, dude. Fuck There's a lot of kids that didn't get to go in. A fuck ton. A fuck ton. And And I would have just said... I don't... I'm sure you did get kids into the thing from your Westgate special entrance, but yeah, like I didn't know the ex Seahawks players were children, and I didn't know the Storm were children. Like, it's not like it was a lot of VIPs, yeah, and I didn't. Right. I don't actually know if it was the west entrance or stuff. Why? But I know, there's, okay. I'm, I'm making shit up. But I just know that there's
1: multiple entrances to the gym, of course, and mm-hmm. so to think that we're stupid and wouldn't notice that how few people you let in from the front is also kind of demeaning. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I mean, what can we conclude from this? Really,
1: um, we can conclude that. Uh, much like Woodstock 1999 If you haven't watched that special On there's a Netflix version and a, And a Hulu version if you haven't watched that Documentary you should it feel like what we can really conclude is when you don't put infrastructure around an event, when you don't have security, when you don't mm-hmm. have trash cans, when you don't have proper equipment for people, people act the way that you treat them. Yeah. So you treated us like nothing out there. You and treated people... them like
0: animals. And then lo and behold, they acted like animals, especially the ones you let you let in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just. Yeah. And then you had to say, we don't act like animals in the gym. It's like, well, people had to act like an animal to even get in this gym.
0: So. Yeah. You only pretty much <laughs> selected the people that acted like animals because they were the ones in the front. Yeah. Of the yeah. Yeah
1: totally i did hear the funniest last concluding thought here as we're all departing after we've been told the gym's at capacity people are in tears myself included um i hear a dad go up to one of the cops and go my 12 year old son got in the gym without me (laughs) (laughs) can i go in to find him and the cop's like i don't know (laughs)
0: so Jimmy if you're out there <laughs>
1: <laughs> little Jimmy come home <laughs> no I mean I hope like honestly I hope that guy I hope that guy I hope that's not
0: true I hope that, like I was lying uh, to get in the gym Yeah, because yeah, I'd dude, like to think that more than Jimmy's now a 12 year old lost in this
1: I should have done that. I should have been like, I'm nannying this little kid. And he, because he got in after me. Yeah, he came up to, the, he got up to the front of the steps. Let me in. Um, no, but I mean, overall, a very disappointing thing. A good lesson, though, in the way that this world works. Like, I hate mm-hmm. to say that, but a good lesson for everybody about it really is who you know. And anybody who had Jamal Crawford's phone number was probably hitting him up to get into that game. And that's for the love of basketball. That's for the love of LeBron, all six points of him.
0: And mm-hmm. but this wasn't the time to try to prove to the NBA that we deserve a team. Like this wasn't the way to do it. This we do the, deserve a team, but this wasn't the way to do it. Yeah, Seattle yeah. could use a team. The money's here. The you know, like Seattle. I mean, the not,
1: interest is clearly the here. interest is
0: clearly there. And I do feel like probably that was part of the impetus was to just like hype up his brand in Seattle and just put him on the mm-hmm. map in an NBA mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And it'd be cool if it got Seattle a team. But you don't put other people's safety at risk to do that, which I think is kind of what he had done. Yep, I um, agree. And I don't know who those four security guards were, but that's not your crack team, bud. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You need to find new guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. They were not great. They were not great.
0: Um, but yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that harrowing story of, of love and loss, Lucy. Yeah. I mean, sports
1: is all about highs and lows. This was my low. I was low. I Although, was down Recounting
0: bad. the story, it does like, do you feel like with some distance from it, you've, you've Come begun to see the the interesting parts or the comedy in it, like are, if you had to reflect now, would you still have gone and waited in that line?
1: Mm. I feel like it was that it was horrible at the time, waiting in that line, but also or waiting in that mob. The line mm-hmm. was fine. The mob was bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, the lines sounded
1: fine, but I feel like, yes, because in retrospect it's like I feel like it was just an experience, just an experience, you know yeah, and not and, and shitty at the time, but you can't like but. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. I wouldn't change it because it's like,
0: it wasn't that bad. And I mean, get you, and you get to tell the story and you get to see what it was like to be in a mob like yeah. that, which without getting hurt, which is not what you know.
1: I know. I'm really glad nobody got hurt. I fully saw kids fainting and having to be like carried out of the because it was too hot and people were yeah. too squished. So
0: I can't believe anyone was fading in the auditorium. I wonder if they did. I wonder too. I wonder too. <laughs> yeah, 3,500 well, 3, people no AC. If King James ever comes back to Seattle, um. Well, I'll be surprised, but also <laughs>
1: he's, he's, listen, that's the other thing. That's our concluding thought. Actually, LeBron is never coming back.
0: We have disappointed We him. blew it. We blew we it. We blew it, guys. We yeah. blew it. Yeah. The king has made fools of us all.
1: I would love to see those texts between him and, Le- and Jamal after. I know. just I just know there was one that was like,
0: man, I thought you said you had this thing ready to go. <laughs> this was bad. This was like, that's like fire festival shit, dude. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Fire festival, Woodstock, 1999. Just like shit where like everything hits the fan.
0: Yeah. yeah. You don't go crowd first, infrastructure later. You figure out how many people you can handle and then you figure out how you to jump up that crowd. You don't go, let's have people we can get and then... Play it by the seat of our pants.
1: It's so easy to do raffles, too. Think about how YouTubers do giveaways. You could have done, yeah. if you knew there were like 200 tickets to give out to the public, you could have done a giveaway on Twitter or something.
0: Dude, yeah, you could have done something completely different.
1: Yeah, it would have been easy. It would have been actually so easy to get the 200 general admission people that you let in that game into the game. Or
0: just go play in a bigger arena. Like, literally just go to Arena. He's like, "Why
1: well, didn't want to lose the intimacy of Seattle Pacific University. Well, I bet Seattle Pacific University wanted to lose the intimacy of you after what happened in yeah. their gym.
0: And you also picked the worst parts of the intimacy, all right? You picked the anger and the sweat yeah
1: <laughs> my least favorite parts of being a bad
0: performance so great good job <laughs> way to maintain the intimacy
1: well that's all we have for you guys today sydney thanks for listening to my story
0: dude thank you for sharing your story um thank you for being brave and
1: if you've been a victim of jamal crawford's pro and you may be entitled to financial compensation,
0: <laughs> I financial compensation. Please contact an appointment overdue and tell us what he did we're pretty we're not mad at him but we are disappointed we're
1: not mad we just want to know so we we're have mad at, but we are, a civil
0: suit is on its way <laughs> jk for legal purposes
1: allegedly Jamal we're coming <laughs> Jamal come on the podcast or we're coming Jamal
0: you gotta come on our podcast or are gonna hear from us again
1: <laughs> oh lord all right well we'll be back next week if anybody liked this saga and wants to hear tweets let me know
0: yeah this is gonna be a long one but I'm I hope people stuck it out because I do think it's uh it's fun I certainly had fun and I was interested
1: I had fun too all right with that being right. said with that being I said, have been oh
0: oh all right. With that being said, we would like to thank Hypalt for the use of the song Hook as our intro and outro music. Please, please check them out on Spotify. Um, they're excellent. Please t- give them a listen on Spotify. Buy the merch. Just go support them because they are truly incredible. Um, and with that, I have been Sydney. I've been Lucy. And until next time, remember to schedule that appointment.